0: Welcome to season three of the Gift of Giving Life podcast. This season definitely has a little different focus. Instead of the spirituality of pregnancy and birth, we are focusing on the spirituality of our daughters transitioning to womanhood and share thoughts and ideas around this topic. Our Amazon Book Review of the Week says This is an amazing book full of birth stories and spiritual guidance from an LDS perspective about giving birth and the honor it is to be a woman and a mother. It was well written, and I would recommend it to anyone. We love reading our Amazon reviews, so if you haven't yet left a review for The Gift of Giving Life, please head over there and leave one. We will maybe one day read it on the podcast. Today, we're going to share a rites of passage or planning a red party. This is a party that you can have when your daughter has her first period. So what is a red party? It is a celebration in honor of the onset of a young woman's period. So Lonnie has a post called Red and Powerful that I shared last week on our podcast. And one of our readers was willing to share with us how she prepared her daughter for coming of age and how they celebrate it together. Here is her experience. I remember when I started my period. Luckily, it was during Christmas break. No embarrassing event at school marked by red, thankfully, but I was still horrified. I thought I would start when I was 15 like my mother, but there it was right before my 13th birthday. I told my mother who reacted so positively. She gave me a hug and asked me if I wanted to tell my dad or if she could tell him. I was so distraught, I blurted out, you better not tell dad and I'm not telling him either. She helped me navigate the world of pads, tampons, and cramps. Looking back, I'm grateful I had a mother I could go to and who was happy for me. In her own way, she helped me embrace something that I didn't understand. Fast forward many periods later. My daughter was trying to grow into her body. I could tell how uncomfortable it felt for it to change. I knew that within the next couple of years, she would likely begin her period. I wanted her to embrace this essence of her womanhood and not be horrified by it. I wanted her to feel how wonderful it is to be a woman. I ran across blog posts on the subject and determined to have a fancy little red party for her when the day came. Throughout those few years, we talked about periods and how she would recognize it. I attended her maturation class at school with her. We talked more. We even discussed the symbolism of shedding blood, the atonement, the savior, and the gift of giving life. We talked about pads, cramps, and the realities of menstruation. We made sure she had a stash of supplies. And I told her we would have her own red party someday. She was ready to go. So when the time came, I was grateful that she felt comfortable enough to come to me. I hugged her like my mother did. I was excited for her like my mother was for me. She didn't act horrified, but not exactly excited either. I was looking forward to inviting other significant women or girls to her red party. I was ready to plan a fantastic little red party. Only I had forgotten one important factor. It was her party. She didn't want some sort of big celebration, or even a medium one. She wanted it her way, without a lot of to do. I had envisioned decorating the house in red, making a red velvet cake with other decadent red treats, and giving her a beautiful red dress, all while surrounded by significant women in her life, giving her their love, wisdom, and support. As I talked over my plans with her, she quickly stopped me No red dress, Mom. Of course, I should have known that. She was never a sparkly, pink bedazzled kind of girl. And of course, a red dress and a big, froofy party would not be her thing. And most of our family lives far away, so when her favorite aunt was visiting, we opted for her favorite pizza place and carefully navigated the essential womanly topics related to puberty, sex, and boys. Instead of a red dress, I found her a red shirt with her favorite sports team. It was the perfect red party because it was perfect for her. I'm so grateful that this mother shared her experience with us. Robin, who wrote this post, has four young daughters herself and knows that she will have to help them navigate through the changes of womanhood. What we can take away from this story is that really it's about planning an event that is comfortable to your daughter. Here are a few more ideas you can suggest to your daughter when planning it together. One, who do you want to invite? Your daughter should only have people there that she feels close and comfortable with discussing this passage into a new phase of life. That likely means a smaller list of women in the family or close friends. Two, where do you want to celebrate? At home, at a favorite restaurant, at a park, at grandma's house? It is good to have privacy if you think she would be embarrassed by the theme of the party. Three, how do you want to celebrate it? Your event might be small and intimate like in the story above or a larger gathering of women. It can be informal or formal It can be nice to assign a matriarch that she looks up to to give a short talk about womanhood offering advice. Another idea would be for it to be like a mother's blessing with each guest bringing a wish and a bead for your daughter to be shared at the party. Lonnie's posts that I shared last week suggest wearing red to the party and making a quilt or a red dress together. You can also present her with a special scrapbook, read poems, and even share scriptures. Maybe she would prefer a more fun approach with a game like Pin the pad on the panties, blindfolded. Even better, make it a mixture of both. What kind of things does she like to do, and how can you tie that in? One of my friends and her daughter enjoy letterboxing, so they plan to make a letterbox stop with a special stamp as part of their celebration. So remember, this is just the beginning. Hopefully, your daughter's red party is just one of the times in which you discuss this kind of stuff. The door opens at the rite of passage, and and should continue to be open as she comes to you with her ups and downs, hopes and dreams, and questions and answers. We would love to hear how you or someone you know celebrated this rite of passage with their daughter. So we did get two comments on this blog post, and I would love to hear more. Feel free to share on Instagram or at the post linked to in this episode. Here's one person's comment. I was a tomboy when I was little. I think it was understandable. Most of my cousins are boys, and I have two close in age brothers, and my only sister is quite a bit younger. I was extremely embarrassed whenever anything womanly was talked about, and I didn't want to think about it. I got my first period two months after my 12th birthday while at Lake Powell on a houseboat with all of my mom's family for a week. It was at the beginning of the week, and everyone my age or even close to my age was male. It was horrifying. Since we were in the middle of the lake, my mother had to call my aunt, who hadn't yet arrived, so she could go to the store to pick up supplies. And then I endured rude comments of, why didn't she know it was going to be her time of the month? And another aunt standing outside the bathroom door trying to coach me and using a tampon. We were at the lake and I was wearing swimsuits all day. And then me trying to hide everything from the cousins I spent time with. Remember, they were all boys. And I ended up wearing pads in my swimsuit because I couldn't get tampons in. Definitely not the best first experience. Plus, I didn't know anything about the connections to the atonement, and I grew up thinking that God and the church hated me because I was a girl. Boys seemed to get all the special treatment. Now I understand a lot more and have come to peace with being a woman. I have a daughter who's almost two, and although it's far away, I hope to help her understand a lot more than I did when she experiences her first period. I want her to feel special and comfortable with who she is and who God made her to be. And then our other comment says, fabulous, I love this idea. When I was young, I did feel that a more girly red party would have been better received, except, yeah, menstruation was embarrassing and exciting at the same time. I do like that the mother was sensitive of the comfort level of her daughter and that she did a less traditional approach. What a neat experience. I also look forward to bringing joy and symbolism to the rite of passage as my daughter approaches that age celebration of womanhood. Thanks for joining us today. If you have an experience that you want to share about the spirituality of pregnancy or birth, please contact us. We love having guests on the podcast, or if you prefer to just write up your experience, we are happy to share it on our blog or on Instagram. And also, please share the podcast with your friends. This is how the word gets out that birth and pregnancy can be spiritual. The podcast and our book is one of the greatest ways to share that as well as, of course, you sharing your experiences with your friends. Visit thegiftofgivinglife.com. Currently, our newsletter subscribers get free access to our online class, which is growing. And if you want more inspiration, of course, you can always buy The Gift of Giving Life on Amazon, either for yourself or it makes a great gift for any woman you know. Have a great week and know that you are loved.